is the biggest lie. Are we gods? We are creatures created by the one and true God. That is a fact that can never, ever change. Welcome to In Grace with Jim Scudder, Jr. He is the senior pastor of Quentin Road Baptist Church in Lake Zurich, Illinois, and the president of Dayspring Bible College in Mundelein, Illinois. Hi, this is Jim Scudder welcoming you back to In Grace. If you're a new listener, welcome to In Grace. Today we are in a series called Is the Old Testament Obsolete? We're going to be in Genesis 3 talking about why God allows pain, suffering, and disease today. And we're also really excited because In Grace isn't just a radio program and a podcast. We are also a television program. So we're trying to reach people with media. If you want to watch In Grace on Wednesday nights, you can watch us on TBN, uh, Trinity Broadcasting Network, or anytime for free on YouTube or Roku. So all you have to do on YouTube or Roku is search for In Grace. Once you find us, go ahead and subscribe. Uh, you can also get alerts for when there's a new program out. And then we'd also love for you to like the videos and that way more people will know about In Grace and our YouTube, our Roku channels. Also, we're coming to you, some of you that live in the Dakotas. We know that we have a lot of listeners in North and South Dakota. We're going to be in Mitchell, South Dakota at the Corn Palace. We have a really nice big event planned there. We're going to be giving you some nice food, music, and a message on Bible prophecy, a message of hope in the last days. My wife will be there. Our ministry team will be there, and we want you to come. It's a free event. You can go to our website, ingraceradio.com, click on Gather in Grace, and then select which one you want. The one is coming up soon at the end of October in Mitchell, South Dakota, and we have another one planned for Phoenix, Arizona in February. Again, that's ingraceradio.com, ingraceradio.com. Click on Gather in Grace. Verse 4. Now, so Eve gives back to Satan or the serpent what God said and and probably added to it. And the serpent said unto her in verse 4, unto the woman, ye shall not surely die. If God says you will surely die and the serpent says you won't surely die, now you have a choice. What are you going to do? Now, would she have eaten of that tree if she hadn't been tempted? We don't know. My guess is yes. And if she hadn't, you would have, okay? Don't put it all on Adam and Eve. If they hadn't done it, we would have probably done it. But Sin entered the world at that time, but it all comes back to the tempter being subtle and crafty and just questioning. He didn't say God didn't create the world. He didn't say God didn't create this tree. He just said, if you eat it, you will not surely die. Is that true or is that a lie? Is that true or is that a lie? It's a lie. Satan is a liar. Okay, Satan is a liar. Young people, Satan is a liar. Be careful, be careful. So he says, no, you won't. And that's really what Satan does. Satan is going to always question what God said. And he's going to, he's going to start creating doubts in your mind. He is a manipulator. He is a liar. What he says is not what it seems. Now, I'm going to give you the world's easiest quiz, and I've done this in my book, Why Life Hurts, 
And I'm going to give you five questions that I think if you will answer these correctly, you are brilliant. Okay. Number one, world's easiest quiz. Everyone ready? How long did the Hundred Year War last? Anybody have a, a guess? A hundred years? It actually lasted 116 years. So you fail. Uh, which country makes Panama hats? Now, you know it's not Panama, right? Because it wouldn't be in my quiz if it were. Some, some, somebody of you said China. Um, Ecuador. Somebody read my book. Panama hats are made in Ecuador. Isn't that interesting? Okay. The Canary Islands are named after what? You think canaries, but it's actually named after dogs. Uh, canine is where, where that island gets its name. Uh, what color is the purple finch? It's not purple. It's crimson. And the last question is, what color is the black box on an airplane? You all know that that's not black because they would never find it if it were. Some genius said, let's paint it orange, and they could find it. And, and another person said, why don't they make the whole airplane out of that material? If it can survive a crash, right? So things are not always as they seem in the sense that we have to sometimes go a little slower, a little more careful in deciding if what we're hearing is right or it's wrong. Because sometimes it has a hint of truth, and that's what the devil's going to do. He's not going to tell you a 100% blatant lie, but he's going he's to tell some truth, but he's going to have a little twist. And that, that lie is there, and the lie is just as damning and damaging as a 100% lie. Okay, This is what he's good at. He is subtle. He's crafty. He's sophisticated. He's not going to jump out at you with a red suit. He's going to come at you in a deceptive way as the angel of light. In verse 5 of Genesis 3, it says, For God doth know. This is still Satan talking to Eve. Where's Adam? We're going to see Adam here in a second, but it doesn't seem like Adam's right there. For God doth know that in the day ye eat thereof. Okay. Then your eyes shall be opened, and ye shall be as what? God's. That is the biggest lie. Are we God's? Can we ever be God's? We are creatures created by the one and true God. Okay? That is a fact that can never, ever change. And the lie is, this is the lie, that God is holding back on you. God, who says he is love, who says he is good, isn't. He's manipulating you. He wants to control you. He wants to hold back on you. That's the lie. If you eat this tree, if you eat this fruit, you're going to all of a sudden, your eyes are going to be open. You're going to know so much more. You're going to be like God. You're going to know good and evil. That's the lie. That's the temptation. Genesis 3, 6 says, and when the woman saw that the tree was good for food. So the first thing that appealed to her after she had heard all of this is that it looked good for her. It's, it maybe started to make her salivate. 
It's kind of like on Sunday when you're sitting in church and you're around noon, 11.59 and 56 seconds, and you start to think about pot roast or whatever, your roasted chicken or whatever you're going to have for lunch, and it sounds so good. I just, I just really want, I really do, I, I really want pot roast right now. So we could close in prayer and be dismissed, but I've got a couple more things for you. And that would be a horrible illustration because we're talking about sin. Uh, so the woman saw that the tree was good for food, so it appealed to her flesh, and that it was pleasant to her eyes. The eyes are the gateway to good and evil. And a tree to be desired to make one wise. Okay? And we know what she did. She took the fruit thereof and did eat. Okay? Now, the Bible says that she was deceived, but then it says Adam is really the one responsible for original sin because it says that now he's on the scene and gave also unto her husband with her, and he did eat. Adam, the Bible says, sinned willfully. She sinned in being deceived. Now you say, whose fault is it? Whose fault is it? The Bible puts the fault upon Adam. Why? Because Adam was given the responsibility to be the head. He was created first. He was created to be the head. He was cre created to be the leader and the protector of the woman, of his wife. And he did not protect her. He did not make sure she stayed safe. He was at fault for original sin. Isn't that interesting? Men, step up your game. Be a spiritual leader. Be godly and make sure you guide her in godliness and your family and your kids. Okay? So he failed in that. And by the way, the apostle John warned those that he was writing to in 1 John 2, 16, for all that is in the world. Okay, so he's warning them about the world. Be careful about the world. What is all that is in the world? He lists three things. One, the lust of the flesh. She saw that it was good for food. The lust of the eyes. She saw that it was pleasant to her eyes. And the pride of life. It would make her wise. Do you see the three temptations of the devil? He's going to appeal to one or all three of these things, and they will get you every time. Unless you use what? The word of God. Accurately. How did Jesus overcome the temptation of the devil? He quoted scripture. How can you make sure you avoid the temptation of the devil? Know the word of God. Know exactly what he said. And then don't be tempted, don't be fooled, don't be tricked. Step into the captivating world of ancient history and discover the inspiring story of David, the Shepherd King. As a token of his gratitude for your amazing support, Jim Scudder Jr. is thrilled to offer you an exclusive, beautifully crafted Psalm 23 bookmark, absolutely free. This elegant keepsake is a symbol of our appreciation for your generosity. And when you give a gift of $35 or more, you'll receive not just one, but five Psalm 23 bookmarks and the engaging DVD series, Discover Hidden Israel 4, all about David, the Shepherd King. When you give a generous gift of $250 or more, you will also receive a limited edition 16 by 20 canvas print portraying David, the Shepherd King. To claim these remarkable gifts, call 800-78-GRACE 
Go to ingraceradio.com or write to Ingrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Again, that's 800-78-GRACE or ingraceradio.com. And he said, I heard thy voice, this is Adam, in the garden because I was afraid, because I was naked and I hid myself. God said, "Uh uh-oh, who told you that you're naked? Hast thou eaten of the tree whereof I commanded thee that thou shouldest not eat? Of course, God knew he did. Again, he's asking the question to elicit a response so that we can deal with our problems. You can't internalize things. You have to communicate those things with the Lord in prayer. Silent prayer or, or a loud prayer, either way, you've got to communicate your sin. Now they're hiding. And man said, as is Adam, the woman whom thou gavest to be with me, she gave me of the tree and I did eat. <laughs> this is the first example of using an excuse. Okay? This is our temptation. It's not my fault. Now, some people say Adam ate the fruit because he didn't want to be separated from Eve for eternity, and it was romantic, and it was, it was a wonderful act of, of love, and, and it, was, it was stoic. I don't think so, because here he throws her under the bus, okay? <laughs> he, did, he does. I mean, look at this, Adam. Well, you know, we do this. We do this. We do this, okay? So what, is, what does Adam do? Well, the woman, so he's not blaming the woman as much as he's blaming who? God. Okay, now Eve didn't do much better, ladies. And the Lord God said unto the woman, what is it that thou hast done? And the woman said, the serpent beguiled me and I did eat. What does she do? She blames the serpent, but who made the serpent? God. So they both blame others. They both blame circumstances. They both blame their upbringing. They both blame God. Don't do that. Accept it as your fault. That's the only way you're going to get past this. Okay? You have to do that. You have to do that. Don't blame others. If it's your fault, accept that, and then you can be restored. If you're saved or you need to understand your sin is what started all of this, and you need to accept that and then receive God's way of salvation if you're lost. But God then curses the serpent He makes the serpent slither, so that also, I think the serpent would have had a different mobility. He didn't slither, would have had legs, maybe wings, who knows? But this would have been an incredible, beautiful creature. But God says, now you're going to eat dust all of your days. He announces also in this the promise of salvation. The first promise of salvation in Genesis 3.15. I will put enmity between thee. This is God talking to the serpent, basically talking to the devil and the woman. Okay, and between thy seed and her seed. Who is the seed of the woman? Eventually, it would lead to Jesus. It shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his heel. There are two wounds here. The wound that the devil will bruise, the seed of the woman, which is Jesus, heal. And a serious wound, but a wound that can be healed. But a head wound, a serious head wound, is fatal, right? And so when the devil deals a heel wound to Jesus on the cross, at the very moment, 
God is dealing a head wound to the devil. The worst moment of, of all of history was when Jesus died, but it was also the best moment. Because finally, the devil who had usurped authority away from us, who has been given power and has taken more power, at that moment, the power of the devil was broken by the death of Jesus. The promise of salvation right here, the first promise. God could have just said, okay, you humans, I gave you a choice. You messed up. You failed. Now just continue to live your life in perpetual evil and sickness and ruin and disease. He could have done that, but he said, no, I love you. I'm going to demonstrate my love. He knew all of this before he created us, by the way. He wasn't surprised by any of this, but he allowed it so that he can showcase how much he loves us. And... Every time, and then, and then God also adds more penalties. So uh, ladies, every time there is labor and childbirth, remember rebellion in Eden. And I say that in all seriousness. Man, every time you're sweating by your brow as I'm doing right now, maybe God is doing this for a reason. Every time you sweat by your brow because work is gonna be hard work, it's gonna be laborious, remember rebellion in the Garden of Eden. These are curses, thorns, thistles. And then... In verse 19 of chapter 3, we read, In the sweat of thy face shalt thou eat bread till thou return, what? Unto the ground. For out of it wast thou taken, and dust thou art, and unto dust shalt thou return. There is going to be a day that you will die. You say, well, why didn't they die instantly? Here's why. Because you have some time, from the time you're born to the time you die, to find God to learn about him, to know him, to accept the gift that he's given to you. You have roughly 70 years, okay? They could have died instantly, but then there would have been no hope of finding God. And you say, well, some people do die young, and that's true. But I believe God is uh, very fair in all of this. So there's this curse, not only of pain and childbirth, of thorns and thistles, of hard work, uh, by the way, work isn't a curse because they were to tend the garden, right? They were, they were given a responsibility. It wasn't like God created them. Okay, here's your vacation. You're on a cruise. Just sit in this lawn chair. I'll bring you a lemonades and stuff. No, they were to work. They were to tend the garden. But the work that we now have to do because of the curse upon this world is extremely tough, excruciating. Then you have aches and pains. That's all because of sin. And it's, it's so sad. Physical death entered the world at this moment. That includes pain, suffering, and disease from cancer to COVID, heart disease, stroke, yellow fever, Alzheimer's, kidney failure from malaria to meningitis. It all entered the world at that moment of sin. And then God said, okay, you've made your clothes. Let me make your clothes for you. In verse 21, and there's a, there's a lesson here. And unto Adam also and to his wife did the Lord God make coats of skins and clothed them. Now, this is very interesting to me because in order to make clothes out of skins, there has to be what? Death. God killed the first animal. There was the first innocent blood shed because of them. That had to shake them up. And that's why there were animal sacrifices all the way until Jesus, because he was the final sacrifice, the perfect sacrifice. The animal sacrifices all pointed to this one final perfect human sacrifice. And that's why we don't sacrifice animals today. But that must have shocked them. 
to see the, the terribleness of their sin, the terribleness of what it would take to clothe them. It would take shed blood. And then the Lord in verse 22 said, behold, the man has become as one of us, not in the sense of your God, but now you, now you know evil. And there's no limit. God created us to be creative, but if we're evil, our evil can be to no end. It's awful how, how evil man can become. Okay? So because of this, now lest he put forth his hand and also take of the tree of life. So if they had eaten from the tree of life in this sinful state, they would eat and live forever, condemned forever in a state of perpetual disease, suffering, sorrow. And God says, no, I'm going to protect them from that. So as long as there's this garden, as long as there's this tree up to the flood, there's going to be a protection so they couldn't go in. Therefore, the Lord, in verse 23, sent him forth from the Garden of Eden to till the ground from whence it was taken. So they were driven out of the garden. God placed, in verse 24, east of the Garden of Eden, cherubims and a flaming sword, which turned every way to keep the way of the tree of life. And then we see the tree of life in Revelation 22. And that'll be a glorious day, right? To be back in right relation, right fellowship as a world with the Lord. You want to be saved from your sin? You have the opportunity to put your faith in Jesus. He came, he's God. He, came, he was the creator. He wants that fellowship. He wants to bless you. He's not holding back on you. He, how do we know that? Because he died for you. On the cross, he rose again the third day. He conquered sin. And if you will receive him by faith, believe in him, trust in him, you will be saved not only today, but tomorrow and forever. It's the greatest news in the entire world is that there is a God. Jesus is God. He loved you so much, he died for you. And if you will believe in him, you will be saved. And we would love to talk to you more about eternal life. If you have questions, uh, call us 1-800-78-GRACE, 1-800-78-GRACE. If it's after hours, leave a voicemail or go to our website, ingraceradio.com. And there, there's a lot of great material and ways for you to contact us. Also, we are wanting you to come to an event called Gather in Grace. Now, we try to get to a lot of different places around the country, but of course, we have a big country. So we've selected two places that we're coming to soon. Uh, one is in the Dakotas. Those of you that live in North and South Dakota, you're invited at the end of this month to Mitchell, South Dakota's Corn Palace. And uh, we have special music, a nice meal. It's on a Saturday, so many of you can come. And we're just going to have a wonderful time gathering in grace. And then we have another event. It's free again in, in Phoenix, Arizona in February. And these are ticketed events. You need to get a ticket, but they're free tickets. And how do you get that? You go to our website, ingraceradio.com. Click on Gather in Grace. We also would love to send you a free the Lord is my shepherd bookmark. What an awesome Psalm, Psalm 23. We have an original art work of a shepherd and sheep on there, and we'd love to send it to you as our thank you for your listening to our program or our podcast. And some of you say, hey, pastor, I'd love to support in grace. Do you need support? I'll just tell you this. Yes, uh, we are not paying for all of the expenses right now. We really need to do better. We trust the Lord. Maybe the Lord is asking you to help. And when you give a gift of $35 or more, we're going to send you five of these beautiful The Lord is My Shepherd bookmarks and our brand new series about King David 
the one that penned Psalm 23, filmed in Israel. It's called Discover Hidden Israel 4. You're going to get that as my thank you for your gift of 35 or more. Now, some of you can give more. So let's say you can give 250 or more. We're going to send you the video series and the bookmarks, plus a beautiful, large canvas print of The Good Shepherd. Original artwork. It's a beautiful scene, a sunset scene behind the shepherd and the sheep, and it's a scene from Israel. You'll want to get this, put it on your wall so that you can tell people, the Lord is my shepherd, and hopefully they'll want to know him too. Contact us by calling 1-800-78-GRACE or go to our website, ingraceradio.com. Don't forget your Psalm 23 bookmark, absolutely free. Also, for $35 or more, get five Psalm 23 bookmarks and the engaging DVD series, Discover Hidden Israel 4, all about David, the Shepherd King. When you generously give $250 or more, you will also receive a limited edition 16 by 20 canvas print. Call 800-78-GRACE. Go to ingraceradio.com or write to InGrace. P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Thank you for joining us on In Grace Radio with Jim Scudder Jr. In Grace is a member of the Evangelical Council for Financial Accountability. Our goal is to share the light of Jesus to a darkening world, helping you find hope, gain purpose, and be a light. You can be that light today by joining our mission to spread the gospel around the world. Just call us 800 78 Grace or go online ingraceradio.com. You can also write to us at InGrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Tune in tomorrow as we continue to explore God's Word and His world on InGrace Radio.